Bing bong, tipsy pumpkin here with uh, just a little bit of contextual information for this bonus episode of Just Who a minute of contextual information. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> That's future Drew. <laughs> this uh, bonus episode is uh, different from all other bonus episodes of this podcast. <laughs> it was a repetition of bonus episodes. <laughs> It's different because it has sound effects. You may already, and a studio audience, you may already have guessed it, uh, in case you're familiar with Just A Minute, the hit radio show on BBC Radio 4 that has been going on for 50 years, Drew informed us just a moment ago. Began in December 1967, and it's hosted to this day by, by the same person. Namely, Nicholas Drew. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Parsons. A 94-year-old <laughs> national treasure living institution. Absolutely. Channeled in this bonus episode by none other than Drew Backwen himself. Shamelessly copied by none other than Drew Backwen. <laughs> if you don't know what Just a Minute Come is, on. then give it a quick Google. It's a fantastic show. You should definitely listen to it. And uh, when you are familiar with it, or if you just like a surprise, then please listen to this bonus episode. Unless you're a copyright lawyer, in which case, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> If you have no idea what it is, you've never listened to Who Back When before, then you're in for a treat because this is not representative of the podcast at large. Enjoy. <laughs> also, Merry Christmas. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Toodles. This week on Radio Who Back When, Marie, Leon, Jim, Rory, and Drew try and talk for 60 seconds without hesitation, repetition, or deviation as they play Just a Who Back Winning Minute. Welcome to Just a Hubak Winning Minute! <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! Hello! My name is Drew Backwen, and as the minute waltz or the Hubakwen theme or whatever it is fades away, once more it is my very great pleasure to welcome our many listeners, not only in this country, but around the world! <laughs> And to welcome to the program four talented, exciting, charismatic, verbose, possibly increasingly drunk players of the game who will try to show their skill with language and knowledge of Doctor Who as they speak for a minute on the subject that I give them without hesitation, repetition, or deviation. And they are seated on my right, Jim and Ponkin, and seated on my left, Rawmeister and Marie. Will you please welcome all four of them? <laughs> Beside me sits absolutely no one, because we don't have a producer who's going to help me with the score and blow their whistle when the 60 seconds have elapsed. And this week we're coming to you from the beautiful Ponk Plaza Theatre in East Oxford. <laughs> Ponkin, I'd like you to take the first subject this week. All right then. And this one's an appropriately Doctor Who themed subject, his greatest foe. Will you please tell me something about that subject for 60 seconds, if you can, starting now. The Doctor's greatest foe is arguably the master of a similar descent. Also from the Gallifrey, damn it. Rory, you've challenged. Uh, hesitation. Undoubtedly so. Yes, yes, I do think so. <laughs> Bad luck, Leon. I will redress the balance later on if I can. Rory, 
You have 51 seconds on his greatest foe, starting now. The doctor's greatest faux pas was the time he cancelled my appointment, and then the next time he booked it for ancient Egypt um, at 2pm. When I managed to get there, it was a completely different doctor than the one I was expecting. It was uh, Tim Baker, I think. Oh, that's not the right doctor at all. Uh, someone interrupt me, please. Uh, <laughs> Marie, you interrupted first. Deviation! Yes, deviation from the canon as we know it. <laughs> he may yet become a doctor, but until now, I'm afraid he has not quite been cast in the role. So, Marie, you take over the subject. His greatest foe, 34 seconds if you need them. Starting now. The doctor's greatest foe is undoubtedly the master, or Missy, as she is now known, or not known, because isn't she dead now? I don't know what's happening with her anymore. However, the Doctor has many other foes, actually. The Cybermen are a huge, huge foe because... (laughs) (laughs) Leon, you got in first. Repetition of huge, but also, I believe, repetition of Doctor. (gasps) Can't I repeat Doctor? Doctor's greatest foe. Doctor isn't on the card. His greatest foe is the subject. Also, Rory said time earlier. Rory did repeat something, but I can't remember what it was. (laughs) So, Leon, a correct challenge. Oh, wonderful. 17 seconds remaining (gasps) on his greatest foe, starting now. Also from Gallifrey, the master was first portrayed by Roger Delgado, uh, an actor whom we very recently welcomed and bid farewell to on Who Back When, which you are currently listening to. Your... No! Jim! (laughs) Major deviation into plugging the podcast. Yes, I agree with you, Jim, because, of course, we are not listening to Who Back When right now. Yes, you are. In a diachronic sense, perhaps you were right, but in a synchronic sense, I'm afraid not. Jim, you got in with half a second remaining. So, will you take us to the buzzer on his greatest foe, starting now? I believe his greatest foe is absolutely... (laughs) Bravo, bravo. So Jim was speaking as the whistle went, gained that extra point, and he's taken the lead at the end of the first round. And Rory, Marie, and Leon are all in second place. (laughs) (laughs) And Rory, it's your turn to begin. Could you please talk for 60 seconds without hesitation, repetition, or deviation on the A to Z of Doctor Who? (laughs) Starting now. The A to Z of Doctor Who, I'm not going to start reciting the entire alphabet while I do this, because that's been done before by the magnificent Clement Freud in the real version of this game. So if I possessed a copy of the A to Z of Doctor Who, I'd probably be propping up my uh, wedge with it. Propping up my... Oh, God. <laughs> Marie, you buzzed in first. Um, uh, repetition. Of, of what? Propping <laughs> my wedge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there was altogether too much propping of Rory's wedge. <laughs> Marie, you have 42 seconds remaining on the A to Z of Doctor Who, if you need them starting now. I will I will talk about the A to Z of Doctor Who, beginning with A for Alien, because most of the Doctor's foes are alien. However, many are homegrown aliens. Jim, you have challenged. Repetition of Alien. <laughs> <laughs> In this round... Was it Alien? Or was it Aliens and Alien? Oh, I don't know. Because I, I thought know. she said that most of Come the on, Doctor's foes were aliens. Yeah, I did, Jim. 
<laughs> in your face, Jim. Marie, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Jim, if I can redress the balance later on, then I will. So I get an extra point, do I? Yes. In fact, <laughs> you get lots of points, which I haven't been marking down. <laughs> Marie, you have another 30 seconds remaining on the A to Z of Doctor Who, starting now. So B, I'm going to... Um, I've... Oh, no. <laughs> Rory, you jumped in first. Hesitation. Yes, a definite hesitation. Sorry, Marie. Rory, you have 25 seconds. The subject is back with you. On A to Z of Doctor Who, starting now. Well, the A to Z of Doctor Who, I'm going to imagine, is largely composed of the Z at the end, isn't it? And let's face it, there's all kinds of... There must be all kinds of... (laughs) Marie? Repetitions. Of all kinds of... All kinds of... Yes, indeed. Marie, the subject is yet again. <laughs> there are loads of Zs, aren't there? Zygons. Zygons. Oh, I was, yeah, I was thinking of zygotes, and that's something else. <laughs> Marie, 15 seconds remaining. A to Z of Doctor Who, starting now. The A to Z of Doctor Who is the most comprehensive book in the universe. It covers every road, street, town, city, <laughs> country, planet. <laughs> Jim, you've got in with a late challenge. Slight deviation. I don't think the Doctor is really a geographical location. Oh. (laughs) Interesting. Jim, I don't quite understand your challenge, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And so you've leapt in with two seconds remaining. On the A to Z of Doctor Who, starting now. Because the A to Z of Doctor Who would really have... (laughs) And so Jim was once again speaking as the whistle went, gained that extra point. And he and Marie are now jointly in the lead at the end of that round, ahead of Rory and Ponkin in that order. And Marie, (laughs) it's your turn to begin. Could you tell us something about the Doctor's accent, if you want it, 60 seconds, starting now? Well, the Doctor's accent changes with every Doctor, but does it also... deviate depending (laughs) on where he is because as he is speaking to us through the TARDIS the TARDIS translates and he speaks many different languages does he speak those with an accent does he speak Venetian in the accent of the Italian (laughs) (laughs) Leon you have challenged Uh, countless repetitions <laughs> of speak of speak <laughs> language doctor uh, yes I known the doctors on the car <laughs> nor I really <laughs> plus it was kind of fun to you know <laughs> watch those seconds fall up uh, alright okay yeah. well, I'm sorry you didn't set, get to come in on the last round Leon because I thought of the A to Z of Doctor Who specifically so you could plug the Vindex oh <laughs> oh thank you which can be found on whobackwhen.com slash Vindex. Yes. But for now, you have 32 seconds remaining to entertain us on the subject of the Doctor's accent, starting now. Marie's point regarding the universal translator of the TARDIS affecting the Doctor's accent is very interesting. Nonetheless, I wonder if perhaps the Doctor's accent would influence any language as other beings, aliens, creatures, robots, mages and foes might perceive it. For example, should the Doctor speak in his 
accent to Ooh, a suck. Venetian <laughs> the Venetian hear him speak Venetian Italian with a damn it lost <laughs> Marie repetition of opportunistically Venetian. interrupted <laughs> repetition of Venetian indeed many times mm, and yes, Marie yes, you've yes, got absolutely. in with you've got in with only two seconds to go as well so take us to the whistle if you can <laughs> on the doctor's accent starting now my favourite doctor's accent is <laughs> Leon you've interrupted I believe I detected a hesitation in there oh <laughs> no there was no there was no hesitation that's no, a okay. very sharp challenge <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't played the game many times before we say that's an incorrect challenge Marie you receive a bonus point for being interrupted it's a fair cop and you have one second remaining to oh. talk on the doctor's accent, starting now. Mrs. <laughs> Jim, you've challenged. That time was definitely hesitation. <laughs> no, no. Going to say that's the end of the round. <laughs> and Marie has extended her lead at the end of that round, ahead of Jim, Rory and Leon in that order. And Jim, it's your turn to begin. The, the subject is... Oh, what an interesting topical subject. Doctor Who versus Star Wars. Jim, could you tell us something on that fascinating subject, starting now? Well, the most obvious distinction to make, I suppose, between Doctor Who and Star Wars is one being a film series and the other being a television series. One also being more aimed to scare children and the other being more aimed to... Marie, you've challenged. I'm a repetition of being... (laughs) Yes, repetition of being, repetition of aimed, repetition of series. <laughs> I mean, you three have all listened to just a minute. Marie now has as many points as the rest of you put together. <laughs> so, come on, boys, listen in. Marie, you once again have the subject. Doctor Who versus Star Wars. 45 seconds, if you want them, starting now. Uh, the main difference I see between Doctor Who and Star Wars is the fact that the Doctor is the main protagonist. Jim, you've challenged. Repetition of main. Ooh, the main difference. The main protagonist. Well listened, Jim. <laughs> that was very mean. The pouty face said so. But a correct challenge, and Jim, the subject, is now back with you. 36 seconds. Doctor Who versus Star Wars, starting now. Because there are some interesting commonalities with the design of creatures, perhaps, and the use of effects on a low budget stretch to their limits to make everyone imagine these increasingly wonderful worlds outside of the realms of you know, everyday life and into a more kind of fantastical sci-fi experience with a journey going through from a different protagonist's perspective, but one we can all identify with at the same time in the sense... Well done, Jim! Bravo! Absolutely ages! (laughs) About nothing! nothing. (laughs) But that was the subject designed for you, Doctor Who versus Star Wars. You were so so bordering on hesitation there. That was the slowest I've ever heard you speak. (laughs) Any second we're getting around. I know, I know, come on! The next one, the next one. (laughs) But in this game, all you have to do is keep going without hesitation, repetition, or deviation, and you will gain an extra point, as Jim did at the end of that round, and he has leapt forward! He's still in second place, ahead of Rory and Leon, but two points behind Marie. And Leon, we're back with you to begin. All right, then. 
Can you perhaps tell us something on the subject of building a TARDIS? 60 seconds on building a TARDIS, starting now. Building a TARDIS is an endeavour that I have become intimately acquainted with, partly because I made love to all of the wood that went into build... Fashioning it. Fuck! Damn it, can I ever get past the first sentence? (laughs) (laughs) Repetition of build and um, hesitation. Yes, yes, and deviation from good manners. <laughs> yes, Leon was culpable of all the crimes of just a minute. And Marie, the subject is with you. I wonder if you could tell us something on building a TARDIS. 51 seconds, starting now. Building a TARDIS is an interesting endeavour. It is not one that I have partaken in myself. However, I do know a person who has, and his name is... Leon, and he is sitting right next to me, apart from he is one person over from me. Leon, you've challenged. <laughs> Maybe because I want this topic back. <laughs> <laughs> Repetition of he is. Yes. Ooh. Well listened, Re- Leon, well picked up. And the subject is back with you, building a TARDIS. 33 seconds, starting now. Before- <laughs> Jim, you've challenged. Purely to annoy Leon. <laughs> <laughs> you lose a point for that, Jim. <laughs> No, Leon gains a point. Uh, And the audience did like your interruption. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, No, I don't think so on this occasion. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Slightly more audience reaction and we'd say give him a bonus point. (laughs) But not on this occasion. Leon, you have 32 seconds remaining on building a TARDIS, starting now. Before building a TARDIS, the first choice that one must make is which TARDIS to build. Uh, There have been many different models, types, colours, sizes, shapes, roofs, windows, signs, (laughs) phones, door handles, locks. (laughs) Marie, you've mercifully challenged. Hesitation. Yes, I'm afraid his list did rather grind to a halt as he ran out of TARDIS components that he himself has assembled. So, Marie, the subject is back once again with you, building a TARDIS. 12 seconds, starting now. The most interesting thing I believe about building a TARDIS in terms of Doctor Who is that he did not build the TARDIS. No. Oh. Leon. I take it back. (laughs) You withdraw your challenge? I withdraw my challenge. Was it building and build? Yes. Do I get an extra point for that? Marie, you get another point (laughs) for an incorrect challenge. And you have four seconds remaining, building a TARDIS starting now. Because the Doctor stole his TARDIS, he... Repetition repetition of Doctor. Oh, yes. Oh, but I'd started again. No, but that within the same round, if you repeat it twice within the same round at all, that's a repetition. I didn't know this. Well, you've got to explain the the rules. You've got to give the others a chance, Marie. (laughs) (laughs) Leon, you quite cleverly got in with one second remaining. Rory, get ready with that on the buzzer. Starting now. Bing bong, hey. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to challenge for deviation. (laughs) You didn't let me finish. No, Leon just about bing-bonged his way to the whistle. (laughs) He gained an extra point for speaking as the whistle went. And he is now level with Jim in second place. Behind Marie and a few points ahead of Rory. But Rory, it's your turn to begin. (laughs) Claw it back, Rory. (laughs) Just talk for 60 uninterrupted seconds on a show you barely watch about a topic you have barely no knowledge of. And you'll be... Nearer to Jim and Leon. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
And Rory, maybe you will know something about this subject. The subject is... Rory! (laughs) Tell us something about Rory if you can, Rory. 60 seconds, starting now. Rory is best known as the daughter of Lorelai in the fantastic hit TV show (laughs) The Gilmore Girls. I think it's on the WB and later the CW. Marie, you've challenged. Deviation. Why? From from Doctor Who. (laughs) No, no, the subject is Rory. He stayed within the bounds of the subject from Rory and did not deviate, in my opinion. Well played, sir. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rory, you get to continue on the subject of Rory. 53 seconds, starting now. Well, Rory is also my name, and I believe I'm a fantastic, wonderful, glorious, charming chappy who occasionally talks garrulously and not so much on this occasion. But uh, Rory is also a character on Doctor Who, I believe. I believe a male Rory. Oh, Marie, you've challenged. I believe. Repetition. Yes, Rory, try not to hedge your assertions in this game. (laughs) Well, the opponents will leap in, but that's why we all love to play it so much. Marie, you have 39 seconds remaining on the subject of Rory, which shouldn't be difficult because he's sitting opposite you. Starting now. Rory is sitting opposite me and he is a fantastic dude and is a very fine gentleman. However, the Rory I would like to talk about is the Rory from Doctor Who, who is played by Arthur Darville, who is a wonderful actor. (laughs) Ooh. Who? Rory, I believe you challenged. That was a reputation of who is. Mm-hmm. Reputation. Yes. Reputation. <laughs> <Our> reputation. <laughs> and very magnanimous of Jim to concede the initial buzzing to Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I'll redress the balance later in the game if I can. Why, thank you. Rory, the subject is back with you. 24 seconds on Rory, starting now. Rory is a delightful character. Uh, he likes drinking, I believe. Oh, I better not say that phrase again. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Marie, you put Rory out of his misery. Hesitation. Yes. Repetition and repetition. <laughs> Followed by hesitation. Followed by hesitation. Yes. Open with the thing I'm going to avoid. Followed by leaning back from the microphone just <laughs> to pretend he isn't giving here up. in podcast land. <laughs> I don't like to talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for giving you this subject then. <laughs> Marie, perhaps you would prefer to talk about Rory for 15 seconds. Starting now. To. Rory is the partner of Amy Pond. And when Rory marries Amelia, they, they do they get married? They have a child. <laughs> Rory, you buzzed. A few days. Yes, one too many days. So, Rory. <laughs> You have almost caught up Jim and Leon. Five seconds remaining and you will be level with them. On the subject of Rory, starting now. Rory was a straight-A student, but she was really more obsessed with her love life, dating Jess. uh... And Rory was just about speaking when the whistle went. Gain that extra point. (laughs) And he has drawn level with Jim and Leon in second place. Welcome aboard. And Marie is two or three or four or eight points ahead of them. I think I get this game now. Yeah. For someone who's never played the game before, it's a very impressive first appearance. Sorry, could you pass me the vodka, please? (laughs) Great podcasting. Thanks. After our vodka break, we're back. Marie, Mm -hmm. your subject is... 
Why I joined Who Back When. Oh. <laughs> you have 60 seconds to talk on that if you prefer, starting now. Why I joined Who Back When is a story that begins five, nay, six years ago on a one cold Christmas evening. And we were out with many friends in a restaurant. We had just eaten a delicious meal. We went outside for a cigarette, even though I myself did not smoke, but many of my friends at the time did. Most of them have now given up. And my friend, my pal, Leon, was outside. He asked me a question about Donna Noble. (laughs) And the answer that I gave delighted him so much that he welcomed me into the podcast and asked me to join. I then dilly-dallied for another four years (laughs) until relentlessly he pursued me and finally I gave up. (laughs) Marie! Bravo, bravo. Went for a full 60 seconds without hesitating, repeating, deviating, or being challenged. And so you get a point for speaking as the whistle went, and a bonus point for going for the full minute. And I think that's incredible. (laughs) That's actually amazing. Even though someone could have buzzed you for years. Uh, No, I thought, as I said it, I realised that. I think people just wanted to hear the story. (laughs) Yeah. Was a fascinating story, and you have increased your lead at the end of that round, ahead of Rory, Jim, and Leon, equal in second place. And Jim, <laughs> once again, it's your turn to begin. And the subject is no. Um, <laughs> re- <sighs> Hesitation, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I won't give you a bonus point. <laughs> Oh, they are cruel to me. (laughs) Jim, your subject is regeneration. You have 60 seconds to speak on the subject of regeneration, starting now. Some could probably argue that regeneration was only invented to keep a nice mechanic so that multiple actors could play the role of Doctor Who and keep the show going for a long time without having to change the format pick new sets and producers and just kind of milk the whole thing for decades beyond belief. But others would say, no, it's a wonderful thing that gives life to a show in a way that no other type of entertainment could because of the different mechanics it offers. (laughs) Rory, you've challenged. Mechanics. Was it both plural? I think think so jim i think i don't think there was a single mechanic who came to work on the tardis and meanwhile the doctor regenerated so rory you have leapt in with 22 seconds remaining on regeneration tell us about that if you can starting now talking about regeneration my generation um i just avoided repetition throughout that i know very little about regeneration other than there's been lots of doctors about 14 at this point or is it 12 10 i'm ch- rory you've challenged yourself <laughs> my finger slipped because <laughs> i was tensing up uh, so. we won't count that as a challenge rory you continue with the subject nine seconds remaining regeneration starting now or was the nine eight seven six five four three seventeen eighty two forty <laughs> 
Who was that? I don't know what I'm <clears> challenging <throat> for, but I don't think that that's allowed. Numbers aren't allowed. Counting. Spe- Deviation. Regenerations may have happened. No Deviation idea. into counting. <laughs> no, Rory was uncertain of the number of doctors, and I think he was fishing around for the correct number. I still don't think he'd found it. So he was justified to continue searching. So, Rory, you implausibly get an extra point. <laughs> With two seconds remaining, regeneration, if you must, starting now. I really don't know how many doctors have been, but I'm certain... (laughs) (laughs) And so that was a very profitable round for Rory. He was speaking as the whistle went, gained an extra point, and he has leapt ahead of Jim and Ponkin into an uncontested second place. And Marie is still a few points in front of him. And Leon, we're back with you to begin. Hooray. This time I shall attempt to make it past the first sentence. I'm going I'm to nudge second sentence territory. <laughs> Just get lots of dependent clauses and commas and semicolons. You can really make this last for a minute. Oh. If Giles Brandreth can, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Been told that before. <laughs> so, Leon, your subject is my favourite companion. Oh, what a lovely subject. Tell us something about that if you can. 60 seconds, starting now. The question of which companion is indeed my favourite companion is one that I have answered differently each time I have encountered a new companion on the show that is called Doctor Who. When reviewing Classic Who, for example, uh, and encountered... Uh, blast! <laughs> Marie, you challenge first. Uh, well, slight repetition of encounter was about to, and then yeah. he hesitated. Mm-hmm. He stopped himself, really. Oh. Yes, yes. You don't need to rub his nose. <laughs> one, one challenge is enough. <laughs> you did repeat something there, oh, but it didn't register I'm sure what I repeated it was. so much. You I repeat, get so nervous. You repeated half. Oh, no, I remember what it was. I thought someone would buzz in because for deviation because you started a second sentence. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> But nobody did. (laughs) (laughs) So, Marie, you've got an extra point for a correct challenge. And the subject is with you. My favourite companion. 42 seconds, starting now. My favourite companion is a difficult question, and it does, as Leon said, it... Leon, you've challenged. It's not technically a question. That's right. <laughs> I was isn't. expecting a little bit of laughter there, but fine. <laughs> it isn't my... It isn't... Well, we don't have a studio audience. You can put they, that in later. Yeah, I'm a, I'm they, they will be pissing themselves <laughs> once you've put them in later. <laughs> but no, it's not my favourite companion question mark. It's just my favourite companion statement. You but, can take it how you like. But, but you're challenging for de- for deviation or... <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what or, I would call yeah. that. I'm, how I'm are you calling that a, yeah. Deviation from grammar. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a deviation from a correct grammatical interpretation of the subject. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm really, really embarrassed by this. (laughs) Is there any way I could deviate back in time? (laughs) Take that back. Things that you've probably said already. A TARDIS. (laughs) You can repeat between rounds. Okay, okay. We'll see what the studio audience says once Leon's put it in. Leon, the subject is back with you. You've won it back 36 seconds. My favourite companion, starting now. When starting this fantastic voyage through space and time with the very first Doctor played by William Hartnell, the companions in question were in fact Ian, Barbara and his granddaughter Susan. And for the longest time, the first two companions who were not related to him by blood were 
It's definitely damn. <laughs> Marie, you've challenged. Hesitation. Yes, there was a hesitation. Yep, yep. Rory, I was whispering companions at you. Oh, I thought you were just chatting. <laughs> Being companionable. So you can't. You can repeat companion because it's in a question, not question statement. Subject. The subject on the card. Yes. So you can't compete. You can't. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You can't repeat companions, plural. Quite. You can repeat the exact wording. That's, ooh, this is... Very rough, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's a wicked game. <laughs> <laughs> You're really channeling Nicholas Parsons. Well done. Actually, you know, just, you know, just a quick round of applause for our wonderful host. Bravo. Thank you. Marie, 14 seconds remaining on my favourite companion starting now. My favourite companion of all time has to be Clara Oswald. I just think she's wonderful. She is northern, but not too in your face about it, which I like being from Yorkshire myself. (laughs) Well done, Marie, once again. (laughs) Yet again, speaking as the whistle went, gained an extra point. And Marie is now... Ten points ahead of Rory. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is, is Rory second? Rory's in second, okay. then Leon and Jim in that order. Oh. And Rory, we're back with you to begin. Once again, I'll look at the list. Okay, Rory, my favourite episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us anything about that, if you can, starting now. My favourite episode was definitely Blink, because that's the only one I can really remember. It was the one with the angels, weeping, unspeakable monsters they were, who sent you back in time, which is not really a way of killing someone. It does eventually if you want to get technical, but it isn't really... Marie, you've challenged again. Repetition of really. Yes, well listened, Marie. You were in a roll there, well done. (laughs) That was good, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you probably had about exhausted. I admire the way that you avoided repeating angels. Mm. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yes, that enabled you to go for a 17 seconds there. So, Marie, you have 43 seconds on my favourite episode, starting now. So I'm not sure how much I can speak about my favourite episode, seeing as we haven't yet come up to it in the Who Back When podcast, I wouldn't want to give anything away, but I shall tell you, it's it's very near at hand, almost. And in fact, it's the next episode. No, it's not. Because <laughs> Rory, you challenged. The reputation of Ha. <laughs> yes. Several Ha's too many. Rory, the subject's back with you. <laughs> 22 seconds to go on my favourite episode, starting now. I was lying before. Actually, my favourite episode is the one with the monk that me and Leon had a podcast on. That was hilarious. <laughs> or was it? It might have actually been the one where someone gets a Daleks and opens it up and finds it's made of delicious milk chocolate. A beautiful episode, and I really am running out of uh, things to say here, but I'm going to keep going anyway. <laughs> Marie, you've challenged. Hesitation. No, I oh. don't think so. I Wasn't think he, I think he just about kept running Sorry. on between the words there. What did he repeated something? I probably did. Deviation. So. You've got to identify oh. it. What do you do? No, no, you can't cast about for sundry challenges, Marie. 
Jim, you've challenged. You deviated to just talking about not being able to talk. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Can deviation. you challenge after someone else has challenged? <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> you have to try. <laughs> I, feel like you, I feel like they do that on the show sometimes. Jim will give you a bonus point for a probably correct challenge. <laughs> But Rory, within the rules of just a minute, you get to keep the subject. And you have three seconds remaining on my favourite episode, starting now. The Girl in the Fireplace is also an episode name I remember, even though I haven't seen it. (laughs) Well Well done, Rory. You were improbably speaking as the whistle went. Gain that extra point. And you've consolidated your second place. Ahead of Leon and Jim, equal in third, and a few points behind Marie. What should we have challenged him on? What did he do? Rory, I, I think he I think he was fine. I think he was stumbling. Oh, I thought you were doing fine. this like someone challenged him. No, I was like, come on, Rory. <laughs> I only, come on, Rory. I only pressed it because of you, Drew. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can you not do that gesture and go, come on, Rory? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, you can if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the gesture or <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Marie we're back with you to begin Hello. the subject very topical any day now Jodie Whittaker could you tell us about something about that soon to be Doctor Who actress starting now so Jodie Whittaker is an actress I first came across in a film uh, called, oh, I've forgotten the name of it. However, I can tell you exactly what happens. There was a young girl and she goes is to help an old man and he then becomes quite pervy about her and they have a very weird relationship and it's quite uncomfortable to watch. And so when I heard Jodie Whittaker was going to be in Doctor Who, I was I was very excited yet unsure because I didn't know her from anything else and since then having heard her in interviews I am even more excited because she is from Yorkshire Leon you've challenged (laughs) (laughs) Uh, repetition of of I am I was etc I think I said excited Uh, and repetition of excited (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> yes, Marie got a little overexcited about Jodie Whittaker joining the show. I don't think we can challenge for I was. That's quite a sharp challenge. I was oh, mean. Three oh, or I four apologize. of them. Yeah. But excited we can allow. And so, Leon. Oh, man, I shouldn't you. have said yeah, anything. Three. <laughs> the subject is with you, Jodie Whittaker. 15 seconds if you can, starting now. Jodie Whittaker's nomination as the 13th Doctor was one that brought about quite a lot of controversy among the Whovian community. Many people thought that this was a terrible choice. Others decided, no, it was a very timely one. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! I did it! I did it! <laughs> I really want to buzz you on controversy. Controversy. <laughs> It's a controversial pronunciation. <laughs> well done, Leon was speaking at the end of that round, gained an extra I'm point. Very sorry, Marie. <laughs> and he's now leapt ahead of Jim into a strong third place behind Rory and then Marie in that order. And oh, we're coming into the final round. <laughs> Let me give you the situation once again. Marie is in the lead, followed by Rory and Leon, and then Jim in that order. And Jim, it's your turn to begin. Wonderful. Here's an interesting imaginative subject for you. 
the last ever episode of Doctor Who. Tell us something about that possible future episode, if you can, 60 seconds, starting now. Interesting to think about uh, the end of something which has technically ended already and then restarted. So to think in that kind of way and no one... But okay, I'll carry on. No. <laughs> Marie, you've been prompted to challenge. Well, yes, I was, because he repetition of the, something and then he hesitated a bit. It was to think a couple of times. To, yeah, to think. Yes, I think to you think, were right. Therefore, I shall challenge you. Yes. <laughs> Another point for Marie. Marie, perhaps you'll take the same philosophical bent or come up with something more concrete on the last ever episode of Doctor Who, starting now. The last ever episode of Doctor Who would have to be a billion years into our future on the last remnants of the Earth space shuttle where there are no humans left and only space mice can... Oh. <laughs> Rory, you've challenged! I want to be part of it. <laughs> yes, well listened, Rory! Of all the people who challenged, you're the only one who merits a point! Uh, <laughs> whoop, whoop! And so you have 31 seconds to tell us about the last ever episode of Doctor Who, starting now. The last ever episode of Doctor Who would feature the Daleks playing around of just a minute, and they'd all do terribly. Repetition they'd get for going exterminate repeatedly, and indeed more than once, and on. And I... Oh, crap, I'm doing it to myself now. <laughs> oh, but that was great. Marie, you've cruelly challenged. Okay. It was hesitation. I was trying desperately not to say, and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we have to give you that. And on so, and so forth. Marie, you gain the subject. The last ever episode of Doctor Who. You have 18 seconds to go. Tell us something about that, starting now. Wouldn't it be wonderful if in the last ever episode of Doctor Who, all of the previous iterations of the man himself and all many... Of his <laughs> Rory, you've challenged. A bit of hesitation. Yes, and a bit of gender exclusion as well. Oh. So, Rory, we say that's a correct challenge in both a correct and politically correct sense. And you get an extra point, and you have five seconds left on the last ever episode of Doctor Who, starting now. In the tradition of TV endings, I really hope it all turns out to be a dream or indeed a nightmare, because that's the best way to... Silent golf applause. <laughs> Wordless. Yeah, or you quite good. Audiences go woo. Quite uh, good. It stands out when it So let me give you the final scores in a strong fourth place. But he hasn't played the game before. It's Jim. Yeah. And he was just two points behind the man who's podcasted on Who Back When more than anyone else, Ponkin. And he was a few points behind everyone's favourite, even though he's rarely ever here, Rawmeister. <laughs> but he was several points behind Marie. Yay. And so, Marie, we say you are our winner this week. <laughs> it's, a, it's such an honour. <laughs> it only remains for me to say thank you to these four fine, humorous players of the game, Ponkin, Rawmeister, Marie and Jim. We thank me who's helped me with the score, blow my whistle with great aplomb, 
We're deeply indebted to Ian Messeter, who created this amazing game, and the British Broadcasting Corporation, who hopefully haven't sued us <laughs> for whatever it is. What, what is it? It's homage. Yes, an homage. <laughs> repetition. Homage. Oh, repetition, yes. <laughs> And thank you to this amazing Ponk and Corral studio audience. <laughs> so won't you please join us again next time when we play Just a Who Back Winning Minute. Did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to and spread the gospel of who back when. Tell your friends. Don't have any friends? No problem. Oh, tell some strangers. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash who back when. All in one word. Are you on Google Plus? Then find us on Google Plus. That's plus who back when. And when you do, tell us why you're on Google Plus. Who back when just got its very own Twitter account. No lie. So give us a follow. You guessed it. That's at who back when. All in one word. Check us out on SoundCloud, vote us up on Reddit, listen to us on Stitcher, and head on over to our website, whobackwhen.com, where you can leave a comment, submit a review of your own, and peruse our visual index of aliens, monsters, and more, which increases in Kablamos with every episode. And lastly, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Not only would it make us super chuffed, and it really, really would, but as thanks, we will transmigrate your iTunes nom de plume into the credit list of trailers for fake Doctor Who audiobooks produced by Who Back When. Have a poke around our bonus episodes to make more sense of that. That's it. Rock on and be rad and excellent to each other. Catch your earballs in our next classic Who review, new Who review, or, still funny, audio Who review. Cha ciao. Who back when? Right. We just have time for one last bonus round, and this time I shall ask our gracious host, Drew Back When, to speak for one whole minute without hesitation, repetition, or deviation on the subject of sticking with Zygons. (laughs) (laughs) Would you please speak on this subject for one minute, starting now? The thing about Zygons is that they're covered in suckers, and so if you have anything sweet in their vicinity, then undoubtedly they will find that their bodies will be covered in your sweet treats. <laughs> I believe Rory has uh, a challenge there. A uh, repetition of covered in. Oh, no, oh. no, body, sorry. I, yes. Sweet. Yes, all the, all, the, all the words. <laughs> Take your pick, Rory. <laughs> You have uh, 47 seconds to go on the subject of sticking with Zygons. Go. I know nothing about Zygons, so I'm going to challenge myself and let Drew get back to it. (laughs) (laughs) Drew, you have a challenge? Uh, Yes, Roy's about to challenge himself and let me get back to it. That's an accurate challenge. (laughs) (laughs) The subject is back with you, Drew. You have 43 seconds to go, starting now. And so what I was saying before is that you will be in for a very long wait if you're waiting for a Zygon to decompose before you can have your after-dinner dessert. Because their (laughs) fleshy outside is so attractive to the... 
compliment. <laughs> Rory, you have challenged yet again. <laughs> uh, uh, hesitation in that instance. I believe that is a correct challenge. Drew, I'm very, very sorry. Rory, the topic bounces back to you. You have 26 seconds on the topic of sticking with Zygons starting now. What the hell is a Zygon? I wish someone would tell me. I'm just going to wait until someone tells me. Bruce Q. <laughs> Jim, Jim going I, first. I, I, think, I think I saw a blue light before I saw a yellow light, so I'm, I'm going to say the challenge, the first challenge came from Jim. Jim, you're challenging this on the grounds of? He hesitated. Correct! <laughs> Stop talking! <laughs> and repetition of someone. Repetition of silence. <laughs> that is correct. You have 20 seconds. The subject is with you, starting now. Saigons must be very difficult to take on a field trip because they stick together <laughs> when they're in the buddy formation and then to separate into having different field groups to study. Repetition of field! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> that, that didn't even make sense. And then separate into, yeah, field, field. I said field. That is an accurate challenge, Drew. You have seven seconds to go on the subject, starting now. Of course, Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor encountered a number of Zygons, and he said, well, you can all stick around the planet Earth for as long as you like, really, but then a year later, everything started to go tits up. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. Just a minute. (laughs) Nice. Whoops. Great. (laughs) Yeah, that's my that's my timer ringtone. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me speak as the whatever that was. Went. Well, well done, Drew. You were speaking as the potato timer. As the, the smooth one, jazz erupted. The potato timer. The potato timer. <laughs> it graced us with its dulcet tones. Congratulations, you have earned yourself a bonus point. You're still in last place because you only have one point. (laughs) But well played. Well played. Yes, a strong fifth place. (laughs) 